Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode of The Power of Why. Last week with Mark Gowdy's episode, we've officially wrapped up season three. From a show perspective, 2021 was the year that we did a couple of new things, very cool things. We signed our first podcasting deal. We interviewed guests from around the world, creatives, executives, business operators, And I'm really excited to share this recap episode, which essentially highlights some previous guests that we've had on the show, conversations that I've really loved in the format of snippets, clips that highlight the importance of us staying focused and disciplined and creative. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, we're going to be taking the month of August off and we'll be back in September with all new episodes with some incredible guests that I'm super excited to interview, guests who embody what it means to live with intention and to do things your own way. So in this episode, Joanne Bezaboots shared her thought process around rest and recovery and making time for this like you would anything else in your calendar. She is the president and CEO of the Royal Ottawa Mental Health Center and is also a triathlete. And from my perspective, it was really important to hear from a leader who is in the thick of things Uh, actually place an emphasis and speak about the rest and the level of care that is required to perform at the highest levels, you know, in all avenues of life. This is what she had to say. Growth, speed, and improvement happens through recovery. So you practice hard, you practice fast, but that's not the only thing that makes you faster or stronger. It's the recovery that makes that happen so it's the stress let's let's just think about that in the context of leadership because there is a lot of stress and it can be 110 percent stress it can be very very stressful i think most leaders that you would speak to would say the one area that they value is when they do have time to think and that they have time to reflect, and they have time to plan ahead. And those moments, you have to make time for them. It's it's like everything else that you book in your your calendar. So in this episode, Musi Hailu shared his thought process around taking your own path, the alternative path that exposes you to experiences that you can't necessarily plan out years before. He is a senior financial analyst for a wealthy family office here in Ottawa. And quite honestly, this episode was so refreshing because Muse, from my perspective, truly grasps the difference between living your life and enjoying your youth versus destroying your future. And there was something about the way that he articulated and walked us through his own journey that was really relatable. This is what he had to say. It's good to look at the paths that other people take because it just sort of shows you what the options are. That being said, it's also critically important to keep in mind that there are many paths. Right. It's 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 super easy to look at what a group or what a cohort of people have done to get to where they are and think to yourself, okay, that's what I've that's got the to only do. Way. Right. And nothing could be further from the truth. I agree. And and, and I, I've I've also met people in, in my own professional life later on who took these super unconventional paths, but ultimately wound up getting to a really good, a really good place. 
and and there was value in taking that alternative path you know on that alternative path they realized things learned things were exposed to things that they otherwise would not have been this episode is titled building an intentional brand in the music and entertainment industry with lola placu and what i really love about lola and her journey is that she didn't really let her physical location stop her from finding new opportunities and networking in the music industry lola is the founder of lola media group and girl connected which is a mentorship program for young women who are interested in entering the music and entertainment industry she's worked with many artists including the weekend belly french montana big sean travis scott and many more. And this is what she had to say about being of service. I love building and I love Mm -hmm. being of service to other people's success. So it's like, if I'm meeting you and I think you're a talented musician, because obviously I'm here interviewing you, is there an opportunity where you can, I can, I can help build your brand further, whether uh, booking you for a show or booking you for a party or bringing you to a completely new environment that maybe you haven't been in before. How can I utilize the relationships I have on this side of the border in Canada to an artist that maybe hasn't been in Canada yet at the time, right? So I wanted to be in rooms and I wanted to travel to meet the team mm-hmm. so that I could align myself with those people. In this next episode, I spoke with Vanessa Griffiths. This episode is titled, How to Get Comfortable Living Outside of Your Comfort Zone. And in it, Vanessa shared her experience in the marketing space. And what I love about Vanessa is how relentless she is about doing things that are outside of her comfort zone. Vanessa is the co-founder and CEO of Gift Better, which is a corporate gifting company. And she's definitely someone to watch. She comes from a deep knowledge base of digital marketing and has worked in so many different industries from tech to music. This is what she had to say about storytelling and understanding your customer's problem. Marketing 101 is like, who is your customer? Build a brand or a customer profile, right? And that's step one. Step two is understanding their problems and their pain points. And typically, like in uh, my opinion, I'll say, is like good businesses come out of solving those pain points. Um, And where I like to take it a step further is how do we show empathy for the person whose problem you're solving? And that's usually where I start with telling a story um, Mm -hmm. or helping people develop their story. This episode is titled How to Bet on Yourself Fully and Bring Your Ideas into Focus with Victory Omateo. This episode covered a lot from how Victory strategically created opportunities to position herself as an asset in the technology industry without prior tech experience. And in this clip, Victory talked about why it's important to speak directly to your potential customers about their problem before you launch a product or service. The work that she's doing to demystify entrepreneurship is truly incredible. This is what she had to say. As a new business owner, we generally fall into this trance of, I'm starting a business. I'm so excited. So let me work on my website. Let me work on branding. Let me figure out packaging. Let me find a manufacturer. Let me find these things. Let me find a platform. All the things that don't really matter. For me, after failing my first business, I realized that the one thing I did not do was talk to my customers. I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. I guessed at me. I just guessed, oh, well, I have this problem. So most people must have the same problem. And so for me, I am a strong proponent of not launching anything to market without first understanding that people would pay you for it. 
And one of the blueprints that I do teach in my program is that that whole entire, like the first couple of modules are really focused on understanding who your customer is and validating your offer before you tell anyone about what you're trying to sell. Because if you don't have customers, you don't have a business. And so I would say for me, it's just really taking the time to do that customer research. Yes, it's not sexy. You have to do it because when you speak to your customers, you learn a lot about their problem. This episode was not from season three, but I had to include it because Trishala Pillai is a testament to the power of going after your dreams and turning your dreams into reality. I met Trish through LinkedIn and over the years we've built a beautiful friendship and I know that you will enjoy her thoughts on purpose and being intentional and operating from a space of clarity. This is what she had to say. Sometimes you pursue experiences that do not align directly with your values. Mm -hmm. And that's when I feel the sense of like, just like a lack of harmony. And and I feel like I'm preaching and what I'm, you know, practicing and acting are just like totally operating in a different realm and sphere. Um, And that makes me feel quite conflicted and unhappy and like not fulfilled at all. And so for me, in terms of like what it means to live a life on like deliberately and really like be purposeful um, comes back to like what what's really important to me as a person what kind of life do I want to lead and person do I want to be and then I you kind of design your life around that um, in terms of like your professional experiences or where you want to live or how you want to live this episode is titled how to set boundaries and develop an abundance mindset with Paula Whitelock Paula is a professional hairstylist and owner of Curly Hair Designs right here in Ottawa and has been in this space for over 15 years. She started an academy called Curls Understood and she's also a musical artist. And another cool thing about Paula is that she has, if you listen to the full episode, she has a really Um, incredible early story of exploring her artistic side and the role that her family played in really helping her embrace this. I deeply admire Paula and her work and this is what she had to say about the power of healing and building nourishing practices into your life. What are we saying about ourselves? How how are we, what are we thinking about ourselves? And I think we need to check in as often as possible. So the music allows me to check in into my spiritual realm a lot just just differently not more or less just it's just different i think that honoring the fact that i am a creative being i'm a spiritual being that's like living a human experience which i'm so grateful for and i love it so much but it has taken me time to release the shame and the fear and the guilt that i literally burn in the music video for queen's dream (laughs) (laughs) you know like we hang on to a lot of stories and we hold that energy and those experiences in our body, sometimes for a lifetime. And as I work on those types of practices in my life on a regular basis, I'm constantly seeking release. I'm, th- this is why practices are just that. Like we have to practice these things every day. It's not like I can wake up once a month and do yoga and then I'm going to feel like that, that feeling that I get from it when I do it weekly or daily. This episode is titled, You Have to Really Want It, and Navigating the Traditional Publishing Industry with Natasha Roy. In this episode, Natasha talks about her experiences bringing her book to life, navigating the publishing industry, self-doubt that she's experienced, 
pitching her book, pitching to agents, the whole gamut. So if you're interested in writing in the publishing industry, listen to this one because Tash talked about her intensive writing experience. And in this clip, she shared a creative writing exercise that is bound to get you to think differently about being in line at your local grocery store. This is what she had to say. Take a scenario, like something simple, like waiting in line in a grocery store and take each character and write out how that character will respond in that situation. Would your character wait patiently and be nice to those around them? Or would your character start fist fights with everyone in line? So <laughs> it sounds very hilarious, but it really helps you to grasp the core of those each character, who they are like, how they respond, what's their fight or flight mechanism, how they interact with other characters. This next episode is titled Creative Storytelling, Internet Companies, and Not Doing What You're Supposed To with Erin Blasky. Erin is a fractional CMO and marketing advisor to startups and scale-ups. Uh, a connection that I'll draw between Erin and Vanessa is their relentless curiosity and drive to start things, try shit out. And in 2004, Erin founded one of the first virtual assistance businesses in Canada, and through that, she served over 300 companies. This is what she had to say about how she built practical skills early in her career and how she developed her personal brand. The biggest thing that bridged the gap, I think, from like non-marketing Erin to like marketing Erin was the fact that every single thing I learned in those early days, I actually put in practice for myself as well. When I saw people making money on the internet selling information in various forms, I, I thought to myself, I can do that. I can write. I'll write an ebook, you know, I'll sell it. And I did. And then I would, and then I saw someone else, you know, doing an online group coaching program. And again, like this is so early days. And I thought to myself, I can do that. I can teach people <laughs> how to build virtual assistance businesses. Like, so I did yeah. a whole day course and, you know, ended up making a fair amount of money just from doing like passive revenue style kind of products. So everything I was learning, I was like putting into practice. And then when I was doing it for myself, that would attract more business because people would be like, wow, yeah. I love what you're doing with this course. Can you do it for me? This episode was also not from season three, but I had to include it. It's titled Making a Commitment to Your Purpose with Tim Salau. Tim also goes by Mr. Future of Work. He is a purpose-driven community builder, entrepreneur, and leader. And one of my favorite questions from the conversation we recorded was, quote, how are you creating your own favor? How are you creating favor in your life? And in this clip, this is what Tim had to say about breaking your limiting beliefs and committing to your purpose fully. There are all of these limiting questions that tag back to limiting beliefs that I was asking myself that could have prevented me to do it. But, you know, when you are when you obviously have made a commitment to your purpose, you do yeah. it anyways. But I think that often people put themselves in a limiting belief cluster fuck. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. how that's why I want to say a clusterfuck of limiting beliefs <laughs> that literally yeah. that calls them to not do what they need to do in their lives, whether it be for their own emotional wellness and intrinsic healing, to them pursuing the career that they want and pitching themselves and creating the opportunities that they want. In this next clip. We talked to Ben Branson-Gately, and this episode is titled Building a Workplace Culture That You Believe In. Ben is the founder and CEO of Charlie HR, which is a software company out in London, UK. 
workplace topics are really interesting to me right now. So it was nice to speak to someone like Ben, who is super intentional, who has a vision and is doing something about it through his company. In this episode, we discussed everything from workplace culture, what it is, why it matters, how to define it at your own company. Here is a snippet of what he had to say about workplace culture. Because of technology, we carry our work around with us in our pockets. And that's amazing, right? You know, you're in Ottawa, I'm in London, we're on a Zoom call, recording a podcast. Technology is incredible, it's great. But it also, it removes those barriers that that once were there. And I think those barriers, in many ways, were good. They were good for our heads and our minds. Work is a part of life. Life is not work. And so if we remove those barriers, we need to just be conscious about what is the effect that work is having on us. And for most people, that's a negative one. For most people, the experience that they have with work is one of frustration and annoyance and stress, and they aren't made to feel like they are worthy and worth something. And really what that experience of work is, is culture. How you feel about the place that you are in and you are working in, that's culture. And we've just gone through a period of 10 years where culture was this kind of fluffy thing. And we, we got lost for a moment during that sort of we work phase where we were like, Oh, culture is like free beer and it's ping pong tables and it's neon signs on the wall that say hustle. Well, it isn't any of those things. Culture is the people you hire, the policies, the do's and don'ts you have of an organization. And it's the processes you have. It's the way you operate. All of that drives, creates, builds, this feeling, this culture of what it means to, 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 to work within that organization. And so what we're really passionate about is helping companies think about how they can pull those levers, how they can craft that culture, that experience for their team. Because if work is having a greater impact on our lives, we want to make sure it's a positive one. And so that's what we're trying to do. In this next clip, we talked to Mary Galloway. This episode is titled Time for a Change, How to Take Growth into Your Own Hands. Mary is one special human. It was an honor to have her on the show all the way from Vegas. She brought this energy that was lively, honest, and rooted in her experience and expertise. She talked about the cybersecurity space. She talked about moving cross-country. She talked about community building. And in this clip, she encouraged folks to get out into the world and explore. I encourage anybody and everybody to, if you're not getting fulfilled with your career where you're currently at, look to go someplace else. Mm Because you never know, a change in environment, a change in culture, a change in climate can significantly impact how you work and what you do. Thanks so much for tuning in to this recap episode of season three. I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being such an incredible supporter of the show. It brings me immense joy to sit down with these incredible guests, and I'm so excited for what this next year looks like for the show, for life. And in the next couple of episodes, as I mentioned in a previous Power of Why show, we will be pulling from the archives, drawing on some incredible episodes with guests who are focused, inspiring, and doing their thing out in the world. 
you haven't already, you can follow the link down in the show notes to subscribe to The Power of Why on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you haven't shared this podcast with your friends and family, make sure that you do. Send them the link to an episode that you think would really resonate with them. All right, we'll catch you in September with season four. And until then, I hope you enjoy the next replay episodes. See you next time.